I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explaining why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? You know, Matt, you know what I think every time you tell me, you, why don't I just go die when you're trying to get all self-pitying, like acting like a martyr? You know what I think when you say that? What? Don't make a girl a promise if you know you can't keep it. What's that from? Halo. But Is that from Halo? Yeah, no, it's Cortana, which he says to the Master Chief as he abandons her on uh, the Covenant City of High Charity. I've played Halo way too many times. It's from the end of Halo 2. It's actually sort of a motif throughout the latter two games of the series. Did you want to fuck Cortana? Absolutely. Yeah, who didn't? Yeah, every... yeah I was 13 when I played that game. I wanted to fuck That's... everything, especially a computer lady who was just there to help me. Was it... that, that, that is, like I think, like the real... like. Um... I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, everyone talks about like Jessica Rabbit being their like sexual awakening, but really, I feel like for our specific brand of millennial, it it was Cortana. Yeah, for the like, you know, had some awareness in the '80s millennials, like, yeah, Jessica Rabbit. For like, weren't weren't aware until you know the '90s. It's, it's Cortana, baby. The late '90s, yeah, yeah. yeah. We also Cortana, and we were just like Hachi Machi. Yeah, you know. And I, and I think it shows because all of those early millennials are all boobsmen and we're all uh, ass guys. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're... I think I'm right. Okay. I didn't right. just totally make that up out of nowhere with nothing to back it up. The point of this is that I wish you would follow through on your why don't I just die. What's it called? No one's killed me yet. Give me time. Yeah. Give it that. I give it. I've given it all the time in the world. I've given it twenty nine years. No one's done. No, it no, yet. no. I said, give me time. Give you time for what? To, uh, to complete my design. Of what? You'll see, Matt. You'll see. Will I? Yeah. Well, what you won't I... because you actually won't have eyes at the end of it. But. <laughs> well, that's the only way you're going to get me because if I saw it coming, I would immediately dodge out of it because I have a very high agility stat. Man, you are you are the definition of didn't see it coming. You are you are captain didn't see it coming. <laughs> I think I see everything coming. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's fine. I know what you were going to say. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you know, there we I didn't just edit, edit anything out there. We've just this is just a smooth conversational transition here. Matt did not just say something so repellent that I had to cut it out. But can I tell can you I, what happened? Can I, can I, can I, can I tell you? No, no. Can I tell you? Can I tell you a story? Sure. Just something that happened to me at work the other day. So, oh, okay. So I, Turn it I, <laughs> fuck you. So just I made a I had to like 
make a quick run to a gas station to like gas up one of our cars. I'm just sitting there and I'm like filling up. It's like one of the like it's like our biggest model SUV, so it takes like ten minutes for it to gas up. Yeah. I'm just sitting there and this dude pulls up next to me in a in a Lincoln Navigator and like mm-hmm. gets out and I guess he just like I don't I don't know what his thought process was if he just like didn't realize I was in a uniform and was just like oh we're like gas guzzler bros we're like you know we're comrades in you know just spending eighty dollars to fill up our cars so clearly we have a connection but he just he just looks over at me and says who are you voting for <laughs> <laughs> which is he's like I, I will give him credit. He was very polite about it. He's like, hey, do you, do you mind if I ask who you're voting for? Or if you've, like, if you've made up your mind already? What did you Which, say? Like, first of all, let me just say, truly insane if someone has not made up their mind at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on. We're like, early voting starts tomorrow when we're recording this. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, I, I don't think it could be any clearer who the choices are. Like, we yeah. know at this point. Like, not not yeah. to discount the possibility of an October surprise, but even, like, if there is some wild There's shit that happens. Five. Yeah, but, but, and they've all just been, like, oh, I guess we're just taking it to the next logical extreme. Yeah. It's not like, oh, that's a surprise. It's just, oh, I guess, they, I guess they're really going for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's it but anyway, what, did you say, what on earth did you say to this man? So, so I just, you know, I, I, I just said, I think I'm, go- I think I'm leaning Biden, which like, I didn't want to get into like, I don't know, we live in Maryland and because of the electoral college and how deep blue a state this is, I've like thought about just, you know, writing in like Bernie Sanders or something just because, you know, yeah. well, I would prefer Biden to win. I don't really believe in him that strongly. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't know. I don't want to have a 10 minute conversation with yeah. this stranger who just by asking this question has indicated he might be unstable. So I'm just going to go with a quick, easy answer. So I just said, yeah. oh, I guess I'm leaning Biden. And the guy just said, you know, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, sure. Yeah. But you know, I'm active. I'm, I'm ex-military and I've never really gotten over Benghazi. <laughs> Rob, Rob, I had about five or six different scenarios for how this was going to go. Let me let me tell let me let me tell you what Daniels. Let me tell you what he said after that though. Which he followed that up as you know, if I had been there, I think I would have disobeyed their orders. I would have gone in, I would have rescued those guys. Matt's just Matt has this really difficult for podcasting purposes habit of like doubling over in laughter but not actually producing any noise so you just get this weird gap in the audio but that that's our laugh track is silence yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just it's first of a hilarious thing to say but then i'm also also the thing that made me really double over was was that this happened to you just having this happen to you and having you have to deal with this like on the clock just this stranger just saying to you, yeah, I'm a tier, yeah, I would have gone tier one on them and just, just I would have disobeyed orders. I'm ex-military. I've never gotten over Benghazi. Like four people died. Like, ugh. It, had a, it, 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 was like, it was like the Boston bombing. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Oh, man. No, so I just said, oh, okay, have a nice day and drove away.
that was Z, the end of that interaction. Z, that's 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 the difference between you and I. I would have egged them on. I would have absolutely <laughs> egged them on. I would have just been. No, like, I was just like, oh, I got that one in my pocket now. That's. Yep. Thank you, Hashem. Yep. That's that really is the best way. Thank you, Hashem. Of course, that is the best way to go about life. Is just when shit like that happens, you just to be like, awesome. Because it's like, like I just like cool. Now I have a <laughs> one more anecdote for the wallet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about like I, I like I know people who like if that had happened to them, they would have been like, listen here, I would like would have made it some sort of weird moment. No. And it's like, no. no, that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful. First off, the most beautiful soul. I mean, that man is a beautiful soul because he just respectfully says to you, who are you, a stranger, who are you voting for? And then goes, and then proceeds to tell you about how he would have stopped Benghazi. Yeah, he Mark wahlberg did. That's so cool. Oh, man. See, I have a, I have a Bernie sticker on my car, and I always – and that's the thing. Okay, this like, wasn't my car. This is a loner. Oh, yeah. That's true, yeah. too. God, what's it called? God, that's so funny. God, like he had so to funny. actively ignore my uniform and just be like, "This dude is at work." Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Completely ignore that fact. Yeah, just, just. I mean, first off, psycho to talk to someone at the gas station. Like, like, like yes. Like, I, 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 I have like, like, I think it's fine to every once in a while make small talk with a stranger. Like that, whatever. Like, but there are just certain ones that you just like. It's basically like bathroom, and then like I don't know why, but for some reason, gas station pump. Like, because they're both situations where everyone just wants to be in and out. Yes, they don't exactly. want to linger. Yeah. But yes. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big small talk with strangers guy. One of my favorite things to do is not talk to strangers. Uh-huh. Like that's one of my favorite pastimes is like not not talking to people. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love talking to strangers. They have the best stories. I know you're you're one of those like if you if you were a customer of mine, I know you'd be one of those customers who comes in assuming you would brighten my day. Yes, like, which yes. is you know. I, honestly, sometimes worse than the people who actively want to make your day worse. <laughs> honestly, sometimes just like, dude, I just, I need to move on. I'm sorry. I'm at work. I can't, I can't talk to you about the weather for 10 minutes. Yeah, no, that's absolutely, yeah, that's absolutely me. Except, except, I, except, except uh, what did I talk about cool stuff? Like, uh, I asked them if they know about any swords and then proceed to tell them about swords. Try not to burp because I'm a professional. Hello and welcome to You're Gonna Hate It. This is a film podcast where uh, most weeks uh, each of us assigns the other one a movie that we believe they're going to hate and then we talk about them. And Matt is currently kind of like dry heaving because I guess he's like throwing up in his mouth or something. He's got the reflux real bad. But anyway, my name is Rob. His name is Matt. He's now <laughs> laughing. Um, well, I saw I saw myself and I made a face and it was a funny face. And so yeah, <laughs> you did make a funny face. Good audio content there. <laughs> Can I tell you what I'm doing today? What were you doing today? What's it called? I, I was me and my kids were just saying poop to each other and making each other laugh. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's a great time. Good time. Also, my oldest kept picking up dead animals that 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 he found on the beach. Uh, <laughs> being like. Okay, put that down. Thank you. A lot of dead animals on the beach uh, on, on, in the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, sea creatures love dying. It's their favorite thing to do. I, like They I love gonna, to wash ashore. They really do. Which, listen, a lot of people say that's why sea monsters don't exist. 
because one hasn't washed ashore. And here's what you don't understand. The bones weigh so much that they sink. And then basically what happens is it just gets fed upon. Uh, and so that's why none have washed ashore. Okay, so I'm not going to allow you to go any further down into your weird sea monster obsession. Yeah. Because that, 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 is, that, that trench is bottomless. Um, yes, like the Marianas Trench where there are seven. That is, in fact, not bottomless. There is, in fact, a bottom there. But no one's anyway. been there. <laughs> anyway, anyway. You know who's so, been there? James Cameron, who's a filmmaker, which is what this podcast is about. This is Welcome to You're Gonna Hate It, uh, the podcast about filmmakers, done by two filmmakers. Uh, I, of course, went to uh, uh, Tisch School of the Performing Arts, and Rob went to um, uh, uh, USC. Uh, he went to the uh, the Harvey Weinstein School of. Is it is it a Harvey Weinstein? Who has the school there at USC? Is it Harvey yeah, Weinstein? It's, it's still Harvey Weinstein. They've still got his name yeah. displayed prominently. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, That's, shut the fuck up. No, is we're that not, not going. Someone, it's like a Weinstein type guy. It might. I want to say Roman Polanski, but I know it's not Roman Polanski. I don't know, but anyway. It's, so look it up, folks. Okay, but this week, so unfortunately, because I, I am actually the problem here this week, I did not have time to watch the movies that we were going to be discussing. So I think we're going we're gonna to do a little bonus thing. You know, we're just going to kind of have a conversation. I have an idea of something that we might do in a second. I might uh, submit, sub, uh, subject Matt to a series of feats of mental strength. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But I do actually, speaking of James Cameron, one thing that I did want to talk about that I forgot to mention last week is the uh, the merchandising campaign for the Alien and Alien series because it's actually kind of hilarious. So this this is this will just be the sort of the jumping off point for a discussion because really we're just gonna we're this is gonna be a free a free flow and just hangout between the two of us. We're gonna talk about movies again. There might be there might be some challenges for Matt to surmount later on if he is so inclined. But challenges are hard. Easy for me. All right, that sounds like that sounds like a man who's ready to step up to the plate and whiff. But, um, but, 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 just sort of building off last week's conversation about Alien. So, we, like, we're talking about the, uh, like the, you know, the process of its germination, which was basically that you know it was just when Star Wars came out and proved to be this huge unexpected hit. Like, Alien was just the one sci-fi script fox had sitting around they're like it's got a spaceship clearly mm -hmm. people love spaceships we need a movie with a spaceship here's 20 million dollars make a spaceship movie but they were they were going about it you know uh, under the lens of like this is going to be our star wars or our next star wars basically um so they had they rolled out like a or like intended to roll out like a fairly um significant like toy campaign because that you know because you know star wars made so much money off toys like lunchboxes yeah. t-shirts action figures like probably like equaled or probably even surmounted the like actual like box office gross of the film yeah, isn't it's that just, how, like um george lucas like basically made all his money is that he maintained the uh, merchandising rights or something yeah he based like so this because star wars was kind of the first movie of its kind like people like the studio didn't exactly know how to go about like securing the proper rights for it. Like they just didn't anticipate what would be the profit centers. So like now, like every 
blockbuster movie like this, like the director gets, you know, a flat fee, maybe some points, but like the actual intellectual property rights for the movie itself, any sequels, especially merchandising, they know that's their moneymaker. That all stays with the studio. But George Lucas had, you know, he decided to take a bet on himself and the studio not knowing like that, hey, we're going to make like a hundred billion dollars off of Luke Skywalker action figures forever. Basically, he, he, he traded, like, I will take a, a fairly small salary on this movie for the sequel rights and merchandising rights. And you're like, sure, yeah, I mean, probably you'll make a little bit of money off of that, but, like, you know, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. And Which, This is the same reason why I believe Pete Rose did nothing wrong. <laughs> you know, it's not, what, what's wrong with betting on yourself? Totally fine. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But, but for Alien, they were not going to make that same mistake. And again, we're like apparently thinking that like it's got a spaceship in it. Lots of kids will show up. Like made a like toy line for it, which again, like it is, it's, it's a like fairly hard R, just fairly terrifying movie that no kids should see. So like the moment, like the moment they started like rolling out the toy line, there was like massive uproar among like parents like, why would you try and sell my kid, like, a face hugger action figure? Like, we don't want our children to be reminded of, like, um, like, alien oral rape. Why would you, why would you make this? And so they, like, had invested, like, millions of dollars into toys and just had to, like, immediately pull all of them from the shelves and, like, it's now like one of those like weird rarities that are like if you find like an actual alien like original run alien action figure like it's in like mint condition it's worth like a thousand dollars yeah yeah i'm on ebay right now trying to look at them yeah i mean obviously like since like like now we're so like we're so deep into the like like adult genre boom that like like i'm sure there are alien action figures now marketed towards like teens and adults because that's its own oh, yeah. like that's its own yeah. market now. But like initially, like understandably, like toys were for children, like as they should be. But my my favorite thing is that Fox did not learn their lesson, and for Aliens, briefly attempted to create after the you know again just huge success of Aliens, uh, because in the in Aliens came out in the eighties, and by that point it was like a. It was almost a, like, de jour thing to, like, we've got this, like, you know, sci-fi movie. We're going to make, like, a Saturday morning cartoon based on, like, you know, the peripheral characters from this property. Like, you know, there's a Back to the Future cartoon. There's, you know, every, every fucking movie got a cartoon. You know, G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe got a cartoon. Everyone gets a cartoon. Yeah. And so Fox, like, briefly tried to make a, uh, an Aliens cartoon about the Marines from Aliens who like the like who you know if you've seen the movie all die yeah um like horrific horrifically so they were like the premise of the show was that they were going to be like reanimated cyborgs who just went on like weekly wacky adventures from like planet to planet like annihilating bugs i guess and it was going to be for children just it took a while for hollywood to like figure out the like the whole blockbuster like model it's just it's really weird and revealing but like the mistakes that were made along the way yeah god this is 
Oh, well, okay, I don't see anything for that. But yeah, no, that, that's, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I mean that's the thing. And, and, and what you realize, like, you know, if you're, you know, in the business like you and I are, I mean, it's basically just like, this is just like, all the people that like, a lot of people that like actually make like the big, like, I don't know, the brass, so to speak, of like the movie industry, yeah. are just like so fucking stupid. Like they are just so fucking painfully dumb. That like you know what like 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 I mean I mean I mean like it, it's in, it, it's 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 literally incredible like 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 that they just don't get like because like look like I'll give you like yeah like not knowing Star Wars is gonna be a huge hit like okay yeah that is I mean look you can say like you know and I've heard people basically try to use that as like proof how like smart George Lucas was but uh-huh. I think like George Lucas is just like. No, this is going to be a great movie. Like, 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 I don't even think he was smart. I think he was just cocky and it paid off because like, if, if, if what's it called? Like if it hadn't, if it hadn't paid off, he just would have looked like an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, right. But I mean, I mean, you know, which like, you know, I mean, I mean, but like, but like, just to like, just to like, I mean, I mean, like, because like, I, maybe if they like made all of the toys and everything like that, before they saw the movie, but they know they didn't. They saw the movie. They watched the same movie you and I did, and were like, "Kids are gonna love this." I have kids. My kids would not have liked this movie. They would have been like, "That's scary." What? All those people died? Like the the alien, the little alien coming out of? Because like you people die in Star Wars, but not like that. No, you know? they are not raped to death by aliens. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or have like. Like, like, like the alien, like the little, like weird alive tongue thing that the xenomorph yeah. has. Like, literally it's shown basically just taking a bite out of someone's fucking face. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, th- I think, yes, no. I don't, and I don't think that it's like every executive is dumb. Like some, a lot of executives clearly are dumb. Like there are people who yeah. just don't, don't get it. Like one of my favorite, like going back to James Cameron, one of my favorite little dumb studio notes is that there was some, some producer of uh, the original Terminator film really thought the Terminator should have a dog. Um, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. The original Terminator, that was the, fir- the first one. The, fir- the, the first most, one. Where Arnold's they, a bad guy. Yeah. Where, where it's basically like a sci-fi slasher movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you should have a dog. It'll humanize him a little bit. Like, why would you even want that? What but, are you talking about? That's not the, the whole fucking point is that he's not a human. But like James Cameron being someone who like knows how to get what he wants out of the studio system, just told the guy, sure. Like, yeah, we'll do that. And then never did it. And when they like, when they screened the cut for him, he's like, oh yeah, we filmed it, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. It was just obviously never filmed. it. just lied to the guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like my favorite, like just speaking further about alien and James, like aliens and James camera, Cameron like this might be apocryphal but like the like story of his pitch for aliens was he literally just walked into a room full of executives goes to the whiteboard at the front of the room writes down alien and then puts an (laughs) s at the end of it and turns the s into a dollar sign (laughs) like it might not be true but you kind of want it to be true and that they just bought it off of that because because this see this is why I believe it's true because I think that that would work I think that they would literally be like because, like, cause like, look, if any of them didn't get what he meant, they're not going to say that they don't get what he means. You know what I mean? They're just going to be like, 
uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like what I do, whenever anyone asks me if I know where something is, I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I never know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. But I mean, there are clearly people who know what they're doing. Like, I mean, look at, obviously he's like, look at Harvey Weinstein. There's a reason, people knew he was a monster for a long time. Yeah. Like he was someone who was incredibly successful at taking these like very small mid-budget movies and like making a lot of money consistently off of them and like getting them Oscars. Like yep. that's, that is a genuine talent. Like you know would be a really good thing to cut in right here. It's uh, there's a super cut I'll send you on YouTube, which is just basically every Hollywood actor and director, you know, thanking Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's great. It's great. It's a great one. Yeah. Good thing to listen yeah. to. But yeah. But no, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Is that like, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, obviously there are people that like, I mean, I mean, and that's the thing is that like, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where I always wonder if like, like, like if I was in that, like, would I be dumb? You know what I mean? Because like, listen, I, I feel like I kind of intuitively know what people want. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe not. But like, but like, I feel like I probably know it better than like, I don't know, like most studio execs. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think that they're just stupid. Right. But, and, 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 and this thing is that like, is Harvey Weinstein, like, was he actually like a genius at what he was doing or was he just like base level, just like, not like, I don't know. Like, 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 cause like, what is it? Why are so many of them? Like, why do they just completely miss the fucking mark? Like, what is it? Is it just this like fanatical pursuit of money? That's like, we're just going to make as much money as possible without making like, 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 I mean, I mean, that has to be it. Right. Like, it's just like, if we make, you know, I mean, what are their, their version of widgets is a movie. If we just make, you know, a movie with this specific thing and it hits these specific notes, it will make X amount of money, right? And if we can continue to make X amount of money, right? Like in perpetuity, we will just be financially successful, right? And not worrying about um, like the actual product that's being made, just purely, it, it, the product, it, it, it's, it's, it's almost, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? What matters is the, the, the sum, Right, but the, the the profit that is made. There is a place for like mainstream popcorn filmmaking. Like I like those movies. I like that they exist. I like that yeah. people like James Cameron do them well most of the time. You know, I like those movies. But yeah. but like there yeah. does seem to be a genuine skill involved in like reading the reading the marketplace for a lack of a better term, or like reading the zeitgeist, like knowing what people actually want. Which yeah. is a little different than like knowing what will make money, you know, because it, yeah. you see, like, and you see people like, like losing, it's, you see that it's like a skill that people can lose. Like, I mean, have you been following like Quibi at all? Um, uh, just like very briefly, I know that they had fucking Chrissy Teigen had a show where she was a judge, and I don't know what she's famous for other than being married to John Legend. I think she was a model, maybe, and just like a like popular like social media influencer. But she's but, just but anyway, just just as like a uh, a quick intro, like Quibi was the or I I guess now was I it's if if it's not dead, it will soon be dead. You but know what this stands for? Quick bits. Yep. So that that was the idea. Basically, it is a it's supposed to be like a Netflix competitor, like a streaming service that. Uh, was only available on phones, and all of the episodes would be seven minutes long. 
Yeah. And basically working off of the fundamental idea is that what people want is, you know, in our like phone addled social media age is like quick bits of entertainment that you can watch, you know, between doing other things that you can watch while you're on the toilet, you know, just to fit in yeah. to like the middle of our hectic, you know, 21st century lives. Um, that, and one of the, like, the, the key forces behind it was Jeffrey Katzenberg, who's most famous for being, you know, the executive perhaps, mo perhaps most responsible for, like, bringing Disney back from near death. Because, it's, like, it's easy to forget now that it's, like, once again, a world-bestriding colossus. But, like, back in the 80s, like, Disney was kind of not doing super well. Like, yeah. they yeah. had a real, like, like, their animated division was real shit. And, like, yeah. their only hits were, like, these weird, like, kind of mid-level, like, live-action family movies, like Splash and, like, Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. That were, like, you know, modest financial successes, but, like, not particularly, like, you know, not particularly successful in terms of, like, you know, huge blockbusters. You know, they were out of step with the times. They were, you know, they seemed to be a, a, a dying empire. And then yeah. Katz, Katzenberg comes in and, you know builds this like renaissance you know where you get like the real rebirth of disney in the 90s starting with yeah. the little mermaid and aladdin and pocahontas yeah. where you know eventually builds it into you know so it's it, disney will soon just be all entertainment you know yeah. And, yeah and he's the he's the dude who set it on that path because he you know he had a talent for being like this is what people want you know but he's he seems to sort of have aged out of understanding what people want. You know, he kind of just looked at the market as this out of touch old man is like, I don't know, young people are on their phones all the time. Maybe what they want is on their phones. Yeah. Just give them stuff on their phones. Like, can you like, can you actually imagine just watching a seven minute TV show on your phone? Like you not, could only not think like a full, not a TV show. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll, look, I'll, I'll pick certain videos on like YouTube or, Let's be honest. Right, but that's, um, because yeah, but, like yes, because I just have like a small window of time. Sure, but like, but that's that's a different thing. Like what exactly. I want out of a YouTube video and what I want out of a TV show are very different. Exactly. If, if you're if you're of the age or in in that particular market, you know you understand that. But as an outsider who's just some old guy living in a mansion who, you know, is just looking at his grandchildren and being like they're on their phones all the time, you wouldn't miss that. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because yeah, it is that it's it, it's that like distinct distinct difference, you know, like like I mean, like you know, like what happens like basically with like you know, like why you would use one word instead of another in the English language, you know what I mean, right? right. Like, I mean, it's basically like you know, it's almost like linguistics. It's like it's like there's a very specific reason why. Yes, I like if you if you send me like a 15 minute YouTube video, right, or or God forbid a 30 minute long YouTube video, I'm gonna be like, come on bro no right but if you send me like a six or seven minute youtube video yeah i might watch it depending on what it is you know what i mean right, right. like you said totally different like, like that's the thing is basically like quibi already existed in a way that was successful and that was youtube you know what i right. mean but i my expectations from what i want out of a youtube video is just it's just a time filler like exactly. I, I almost don't want it to be good i want it to be I want it to be empty calories, you know? Yeah. I want it to be Connor O'Malley. You know, yep. that's like, like peak YouTube. That's like the most artistic you can get out of YouTube. I, I, artistic might be the right word, but like that guy is going for something anyway. Yeah. No, it's, it's an entirely different aesthetic. Like when I want TV, I want TV. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, 
Because the idea, because that's the thing that I think blew my mind more about it than anything else was the idea of like, of like having to have basically what is effectively like, 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 like a complete, right? Or as complete as you can get episode of like television basically in seven minutes. And that's insane. Like, 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 like you can't tell like a full story. I mean, basically trying to make like, like, like vignettes, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, and, and, and like vignettes work as an anthology, you know what I mean, right? Like, um, like I really liked, um, you know, I didn't like everything in it, but I liked most of what I saw at a Buster Scruggs um, because, you know, like, because that was a thing, right? And, you know, it took me a minute to kind of figure out what was going on in that, honestly. I was kind of like, wait, are these all connected? But then I just kind of realized, oh, no, it's just a series of Western vignettes. And that was and fine. Most of them were longer than seven Most minutes. Seven too. fucking minutes, exactly. That's because it's an insanely short amount of time. Yeah. Like that's, I, I, I just, I don't like, and that's the thing is that like, what I'll do is like, yeah, cause like, look, like I watch a lot of, uh, I watch a lot of Twitch, right? And what I do is I end up watching a lot of, cause you know, cause I can't, you know, like um, a lot of my favorite streamers stream at night, you know, and I'm like doing stuff at night, you know what I mean? Right. So I can't always, sometimes yeah. I pop on, but sometimes I don't. What I'll do is I'll go back on their video on demand and then like, for instance, I watched um, over the course of like several days, I basically like, you know, whenever I had a minute, right, you know, when I was on the toilet or when I was taking a break at work, right, you know, whatever, right, I would, I just watched like these people play uh, this game Among Us, right, you know, for like, you know, they played for like two hours and I just watched like a little bit at a time and like, I mean, I, I, I and, and, and that's the thing is that I think because that's the thing because like, when I say like these, because it's so easy just to say like studio execs are so stupid, but that's the thing. It's like, you're stupid. I'm stupid. We're all stupid. Like we all have these like huge blind spots and we all have these like, 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 like we're like, I can see myself as a studio exec basically being like, yeah, give him a dog. You know what I mean? Right? Like maybe yeah. not that specifically because yes, I hear it now and I, and that's the thing because I've seen the finished product, right? And I've seen, right? And I'm like, no, he could, the, especially first Terminator. Maybe Terminator 2, you can give them a dog. You know what I mean? Right? right. But because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's more of a popcorn film and less of like a grimy little slasher. Yeah, because the whole point is that Arnold, you are supposed to somewhat humanize Arnold. You know what I mean? Right. Right? I like, mean, you know. By that point in his career, like after he's done like twins and shit, it would be almost like impossible to like cast Arnold as a bad guy. Like it would be yeah. like too much of a stretch at that point. Like the audience expectations are like totally different. Yeah. Like, but no, anyway. No, just so, Arnold just real yeah. quick as a very yeah. aside, is just in every movie he makes, since they're all basically made for like an American audience. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. He always has to be like, you know, in like the U S army or like an American cop or something like that. But yeah. in every single one, because he has such a fucking thick accent, there's in every one, there's always some scene where it's just like, yeah, so when I was a teenager, my family immigrated from Austria or something. Yeah. Like, like in every one, they just have to have this moment where they have to basically explain why this but, German man is in the U.S. Army. I mean, a lot of the time they just don't even bother. Or like in yeah. like Predator, like they, his nickname is Dutch. <laughs> I, I mean... Like, that's, you know, you're, you're closer, but, like, I don't know if you've ever heard a Dutch person. That's not what they sound like. Oh, no, but, they sound they, sa they sound insane. There's this Dutch... They also... 
yeah, they also sound insane. But yeah, you've talked about the Dutch family. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, Just anyway. Out of so, language. So here's what what I thought we could do, and and let me know if this this idea doesn't work for you. But how would you like to be subjected to some trivia? Oh. I would love to be subjected to some trivia. Hold on, let me just, I'm lying down on my belly. Hold on, I don't know if you can see, crossing my feet. Yeah, you've got the perfect, like, teen girl writing in her diary pose, just waiting for the phone to ring. Is he going to call diary. me back? Is he going to ask me to prom? Oh, I, I sure do hope so. But You, know, you want to anyway. know something? I actually got asked to prom as a junior by a senior. Wow. Yeah, and I tried to fuck her. Okay. Yeah, Did not work. Did not work. Yeah. Yep. 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 Did you get a blowjob on a pile of wood though? And then the girl who was doing it, her brother, <laughs> saw. And uh yeah, that was a very awkward rest of the night. That was Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, then someone wrote in Sharpie. So I got I got Sharpie. Do you remember people do that? And then like Sharpie all over oh, you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being very mad about that because I had I had taken my shoes off. So, like, that was the rule, right? If your shoes are off, can't do it. Shoes on, go ahead. Teenagers, there are no rules, Matt. Psychos. Anyway, right? Anyway. So they do this to me, right? And, and, like, and I'm like, well, I cannot go back to my parents like this, right? So, so, I, so we stop at my buddy's house, uh, my buddy Doug. Shout out, Doug. Uh, and we stop at his house. Uh, what's it called? Because his parents, you know, they were, like, foreign, so, like, they were cool, right? And, uh, and, and. You know, and so, uh, and so, um, and, uh, and so like, so like, you know, I like, I like go to like, they're they're like, Matt, what happened to you? And I was like, oh, a lot happened to me. And I just like take off my shirt and it's just like all over me. Like I've been (laughs) all over and on my rib, someone had written uh, the name of the girl uh, gave me head. They wrote that. And, and and what's it? I won't say her last name. I'll say her, her first name was Jenny. And, uh, and, um, don't think we need to know that. Okay. Well, 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 no, well, no. Well, and here's why, because, uh, then my friend Doug, uh, his dad just goes, Oh, Jenny sounds like a nice girl. Yeah. Okay. Shout out stand. You're a pimp. Uh, what's it called? Anyway. Yeah. Okay. My point is, is that I'm ready. All right. So trivia. So most of this is going to be box office based just because that kind of stuff is really easy to look up. So I thought the, we could start off with something easy. Or at least what I would think would be relatively easy. So How I'm gonna see. I just nailed all of these. Oh, so no, let, let me, me just adjust myself. Oh, no, don't look. Don't look. I don't you're look. on camera, Matt. But, well, you can close your eyes. Weirdo. Right. So we're gonna start off with. I want to see how many of the uh, adjust like the how many of the top five highest grossing movies of all time you could get. And we're gonna be we're gonna be using the adjusted for inflation list. Um, okay. So it'll include older movies too, rather than just being like, you know, the five most recent movies ever made. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can do All right. this. So I will, I will give you a series of hints. You know, if you, if you don't get it after one hint, I'll give you another. So the, I'll start with just the decade. So the first movie, the top, and this is off of the Guinness World Records list. So the first movie I will tell you is from the 30s. Citizen Kane? No. That is nowhere on the list. Um, okay. Second hint will be, I guess I'll go with genre. Uh, and I guess the genre for this one is racism. Um, okay, two. 
too late to be uh god what's the name of that it's I not keep birth on- of a nation yeah. okay so so can i tell you what title for birth of a nation i had in my head when i couldn't remember the title yes please oh the only thing that good my mind was just what a country <laughs> i mean that's yeah that's kind of that's an apt what? title if they needed to rename it that would be right yeah just what a fucking country man what a country but i was saying it in a yakov smirnoff voice for some reason i don't know why um let's see okay so 30s racism uh to kill a mockingbird no that's all that's, that's no, no, I, yeah the top grossing movie of all time is to kill a mockingbird no um is it uh guess who's coming to dinner no that's not the 30s come on no. oh man what is it gone with the wind oh fuck you that's not a good yeah. movie i've never seen it <laughs> who's who's in that it's it's russell crowe no not russell crowe uh <laughs> clark gable clark gable yeah people say i look like him uh yeah sure okay keep telling yourself that buddy um all right, S- second up is from the, uh, the 2000s. It's a more recent picture. Oh, easy. Uh, oh, man, shit, no. I was going to say Titanic, because that's 1997. Um, from the aughts? Yes. I will tell you the second and third Oh, my movie. God, it's Avatar. Yes, yes. Fuck. Yeah. It's so grim. That's so fucking funny. God damn it. Remember that movie came out and they're like, it's in 3D. I kind of, honestly, I have been kind of wanting to rewatch that movie. Just because one, it's kind of incredible that it was like the highest, like people have talked about this a lot recently, but you know, was for like for a moment, like the highest grossing movie ever made, not adjusting for inflation. Mm -hmm. And like, has almost entirely faded from the collective, like from the cultural consciousness. Like, Oh yeah. yeah. I know there are like the vaporwave or vaporware sequels that are, I'm sure going to come out sometime soon, mm-hmm. but like, you know, like, can you name a line from Avatar? Jake Sully. It's, it's the only one anyone can get. But like, but, but there's a part of it is like, it is James Cameron and he does yeah. kind of kick ass. So maybe Wait, what it's, do they maybe, say? They say, I see you. I, I sure I believe yeah. you. I, I don't remember. They say but... I love you. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. All I remember. Yeah, no. Oh, really, no, no, all no, I remember no. is unobtainium and them fucking with their hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They fuck with their hair, unobtainium, and then and then the mercenary guys. And there was part of me that was like, part of me that was like, 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 like. Oh damn, they got a mech suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a mech suit in there, which I always appreciate a mech suit every time I see it. Uh, what's it called? But yeah, that's literally yeah, dude. No. There, there's a scene where a mech suit pulls a knife. I mean, yeah, like I said, it like maybe it actually does kick ass. I yeah, I I think so. Like, because I, I remember seeing it. I remember being like, "All right," you know what I mean. That's literally yeah. what I felt in it. I wasn't mad. I was just like, "All right." Yeah. And then just like, okay, yeah, no, no reason to ever see this again. Yeah. Just okay, as, so- as a as a species, we all decided, cool, good job, James, and then just that again. That he was like, do you remember those stories from the time people being sad that they couldn't live in Pandora? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's really good. I I really want to rewatch it now. Yeah, we we honestly should just do. I feel like we should just do like a um, like a one off. Yeah, like a one off. Yeah, I was gonna say like like forgotten like super successful films, but like I mean, what would that be? That'd be that, and I don't know, like what like Deuce Bigelow. 
You know what I mean? I don't know if Deuce Bigelow is at the same level of Avatar. But, I don't yeah, know. We, could, yeah, we, could look, we got a sequel. We could look through the list. Getting a sequel is not a high fall. For, for Rob Schneider, it is. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So num- number three should be super easy. You've already mentioned it. It's uh, what's it called? It's uh, what a country. Uh, no, um, Titanic. Yes. Like, yeah. Again, insane, insane that like James Cameron made the highest grossing movie, movie ever made and then followed it up with the highest grossing movie ever made. I mean, like, like I mean, like, and I mean, like, like, I mean, what's the, what's the difference in years? Like, it's not even 10 years, right? No, it's 12. Avatar well, was 2009. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I knew I was like most of the decade he was just making documentaries about the sea. Um, There's a reason why I love this man is because yeah. he just like like it almost seemed I mean like a huge reason he made Titanic was so he could justify going to sea. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look, I mean look, 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 look. Look, I know James Cameron's uh, wife who made the uh, the troop movie about how sad they were that they, uh, what's it called, got blown up. Uh, I know she has some not nice things to say about the man. But the man oh, seems like a stone-cold pimp. He's a legendary asshole. I know. Like, like uh, he, uh, like, he, he, like, legendarily, like, feuded throughout the whole shoot of Aliens with the, like, British crew of the film because he, he was really mad that, like, you know, like the British film industry is even more heavily unionized than the American film industry. And they had like tea breaks built in and he was mm-hmm. just so mad. They would not work like 16 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the shoot, like he, he got up on a soapbox and like gave this like speech to the, to the crew being like, we have produced a great movie. I hate all of you. And I hope to never work with any of you again. <laughs> and then his next movie, uh, the abyss, which is like the beginning of his sea obsession. Yeah. Where he like, he rigged up, like, he, they filmed for, like, five months almost entirely in, like, literal, like, diving suits at the bottom of, like, a, like a, like a, like a literal, like, five million gallon tank of water just for, like, five months. And, like, everyone on the crew, like, hated him so much that they, like, made shirts for the crew that just said, life's abyss and then you die. Which is another movie that I kind of want to rewatch. Like I saw it when I was a I've kid. Never and seen it. I've never like, seen it. It's like three hours long, and like I mean, that's all of his movies. But yeah, but like and was like cannot make a short movie. No, and it was like kind of the closest thing he ever made to a flop. Like it, I don't think it recouped its its budget because I think at the time it was one of the most expensive movies ever made. And like yeah. did okay, but like did not recoup like like 80 million dollars or whatever it made and like literally like it didn't even really have an ending because they just ran out of money um but after terminator 2 which again was just like uh, not quite the biggest movie ever made but at the time was like definitely up there like he just he made this deal with fox where they gave him like signed over literally 500 million dollars for his next like they were like, whatever your next like few projects are, here's just five hundred million dollars. Do whatever you want with it. And he took like fifty million of those dollars and just reshot an ending to the abyss just to release on a director's cut like DVD. Um, but I mean, anyway. I mean, I mean, that, that's the thing is that like, I mean, like, I mean, I think we've exposed before is that like you kind of gotta if you're a director like you can't. I mean, like who's like a director that's just like a good guy who's a good director. Like uh, people seem to like working with Mike Lee, I think. 
I don't know who that is. Yeah, there you go. Guy we know? No, he's like a British guy who makes like character dramas, but yeah, exactly. yeah. see that's the, yeah, yeah, and no, yeah, so aka and nobody. He's made some good movies. Name one. <laughs> Naked. I don't know it. Yeah, what's yeah. it called? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So you're pulling out porno directors, Rob? Pulling out <laughs> porno directors. This is a respectable film podcast. We're both film professionals. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I could, I could never be a film director because I'm just too nice. All right, shut up. Number four, we have already mentioned. I'll give you that. The Abyss. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's just all James Cameron from here on out. But Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. Right, uh, so, Star Wars one, right? Yeah, the original. Yeah. Um, there's in the top one other Star Wars movie is in the top ten at number ten. Do you want to guess which one that is? No, it's not the sequel. Sequel made less. I know it's not. I know it's not Jedi. No. Uh, oh my God! Is it the new one with Ray? It is one of the new ones. It's not Rogue One. No, is no, it? no, no. Oh, no, no. It is it Rise of Skywalker? No, that movie was such like okay. again like yeah. it, it it was the Force Awakens. It was the first one. Which okay, makes okay. sense. That's what, I mean, that that's what I thought, but there was part of me that was like. How fucking stupid would it be if it was like the, the like the rises? I, I wouldn't put it past any of these pigs, by which I mean American film audience. That movie is such a train wreck. Like we should, we should. Honestly, I've never. I, I I haven't seen it. I, I would totally see it. I mean, it's it like their should, whole their whole plan was like the third movie is going to be like Leia focused. It's going to be Leia's movie, and then Carrie Fisher, I, because it was like the first movie that's going to be Harrison Ford's, the second movie that's going to be. Mark Hamill's third one's going to be Carrie Fisher's. And then and Carrie she Fisher, died. she died before they even started production. And they were just like, okay, we're going to stick with that plan, but we're just going to like take existing footage of her and sort of like awkwardly splice it into the movie. So people will be like having a conversation and they'll cut to Carrie Fisher being like, I think that's great. It's, it's out of, we could talk for an hour about the rise of Skywalker. It is. We it might, is really we might have movie, to, but. there's, there, there are two film franchises I want to do like almost mini series on. Yeah. And one is, one is, uh, uh, Harry Potter and, and to bring Tim on for that, uh, basically for us to berate him and call him a pervert, uh, yeah. and which, cause he deserves it. <laughs> but, cause he deserves it. That's what, that's what Tim deserves paid. I, I'll say that once I'll say it again. Uh, but what's it called? But, uh, but every everyone who's my, everyone who's a friend. If you're a friend of mine, you deserve pain for for that. That's your fault. Okay, you yeah. made this decision. That's this is accurate. Yeah. You yes. Uh, but then, yeah. But but the other one is Star Wars. Just because. But I mean, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. It, what's it called? I mean, Star Trek. Look, they remade them. Perfect movies. So we don't have to talk about it. You know, the first and third were pretty good. The no, Into no, Darkness was ass. But. No, they're all good. No, Captain Spock does great. Captain Spock, the uh, the Klingon, does great work. Uh, I know you're doing called? this to upset me. But. What? What? I? Why would I do anything to upset you? What's it called? Yeah, there's Captain Spock. Um, <clears throat> there's uh, Lamar Odom. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, I'm cutting this off. Number five. That's the problem. Number number five is from last year. Oh my! Is it Avengers Endgame? It is. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. There you go, Alex. There you go. Okay. Right. That, one, that one was easy. All right. so ra- it, buddy. Rounding out the, ten, the top 10 are The Sound of Music, 
um, E.T., The Ten Commandments, Dr. Zhivago, and then The Force Awakens. Like, Dr. Zhivago is the weirdest one to me. I just, it's like, I I love David Lean, but like of the like David Lean epics, it's like easily my least favorite. I will take River Kwai or Lawrence of Arabia over it like 10 days out of the week. Also like an insane movie for like, I mean like, I mean like, I mean like, Oh, this like weird kind of like I, I've never I've tried to watch it several times and every time I've just been like and listen I'm someone who's like deeply interested in like you know in like the Russian Civil War and like just like could care less about this fucking shit just yeah. like just just it's never like I'm a person that like is deeply like interested in the Russian Civil War and it's just like can't can't couldn't do it I've tried yeah. several times to watch Doctor Zhivago just don't get it don't get I mean it's such a weird appeal too. Like for like, like who is that for? I don't know, but it's supposed to be for me, and I don't care. <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, listen, listen. There's one movie that deserves to be on that list. It's Herbie Fully Loaded. See it, watch it. It's great. I've never seen it. I don't know. Lindsay Lohan, marry me. Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare, 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 Krishna, Hare, Krishna, Hare, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. That's not even a joke that I understand. You ever seen a Hare Krishna? I saw him in LAX once. And I was just like, my God, look at that. I felt like I was in an airplane. This is my so-called friend just ignoring me. Okay. All right. Anyway, I, I had a had a page, but I think I've lost it. So we're just you gonna have one. hold on. Nope, it's gone. Yep, you're gone. Okay. Um. All right. So we'll go with this. So this is this is going to be a more challenging one. Okay. There are two franchises in which the second film in the franchise. In its opening weekend, outgrossed the in the first film's entire total box office haul. What are those two franchises? The first, I will tell you the first one, they're both comedies. First one is from the 90s. It is a movie that you have definitely seen, I have not, and stars an actor that we have covered in this series before. Scary movie. No. Uh, Big name actor. Big name comic actor. Uh, uh, Dr. Doolittle 2. No. But you're, uh, you're, you're going down the right path a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, definitely, think, it's definitely Eddie Murphy. Uh, it's not. It is not. Not. Different 90s comic actor. Black guy, white guy. White guy. Also an SNL alum that we have talked about. Mm. Where the sequel outgrossed the first one. Yeah. Oh, man. Outgrossed the entire first one in its first weekend. Think, think about which actors we've covered. Let's start there. Okay, so this is clearly, uh, I'm going to say, it's probably Adam Sandler. Nope. No, no, yeah, because he doesn't do sequels. Um, Except Grown Ups. Which deserved it. 
uh, what's it called? God. No way it was Wayne's World 2. No. No, but that is the right actor. Oh my God, it was Austin Powers 2. Yes. Austin Powers 2. Outgrossed, out, outgrossed Austin Powers 1 entire total in its first weekend. The first weekend. God. <clears throat> yeah, like Austin Powers 1 was like not a huge hit. It was like a moderate success, but like got huge on like video rental. And yeah. so the, when the second one came out, it was just this massive hit. Yeah. Just absolutely huge. Yeah. That's how I saw Austin Powers 1. I saw it on, I saw it on video rental. That's right? the first yeah. 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 Never seen either of them. You're gonna. <laughs> and then the second one is uh, from, I believe, the, the 2010s. And you're never going to get it. I will tell you it is about singing. That should hopefully narrow it down. So oh, it's pitch it. perfect. Yeah. No, who cares? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I've dated women. I know. <laughs> women, women, women. Uh, okay, okay. So I was going over this with Rob. My, my women be believing in magic. They do. Uh, men be believing in relics, though. But women, more than anything, they fucking love acapella. Women love acapella. Never met a woman that doesn't love acapella. Say that about all women. Totally generalizable. I don't know. Like, can you be, can you be like, legally sued for slandering an entire gender? I don't know. I guess we're going to find could there out. Be some kind, could there be some sort of class action lawsuit on behalf of, like, the four billion women in the world against you for that statement? I would love to go up against all four billion women in this world. I would love, I would love that to go up against them in a court of law and win and win. It's kind of your whole life. That is my whole Matt, life. It's me. Matt M versus, versus women. I don't know. I, do I have to dough your initial? Probably. No, it's fine. No, 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 no. M could be so many things. What's it called? Yeah. Okay. So finally found the thing that I was looking for. Okay, so we're going to do the same thing. Got a list of the highest grossing actors of all time. Want to see how many of the top five you can get. Right, highest grossing actors of all time, you say. Yeah. So this is just sort of adding up all of the grosses from all of the films they've ever appeared in. This is from Box Office Mojo, and I believe is from 2019, so it doesn't include this year. But first one is... A dude who I would say probably is definitely a movie star. You've definitely heard of him, but is usually not the star of the movies he's in. Usually goes uh, supporting. Yeah. Chris Tucker. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What? Yes? No. No, no, it's Chris Tucker. Chris, Chris Tucker got paid $50 million for Rush Hour 3. Do you, you, you know that? No, not, not in terms of how much they have been paid, how much their movies have made. Oh, well, who cares how much the movie makes? It's all about making that green, green money for yourself, baby. Uh, highest grossing actor. I'm going to say, uh, what's it called? Usually not the lead role. I'm going to say. And he's a comedian, you said, or did I make that up? You made that up. Okay. I can so. give you his. I can give you his individual highest grossing film if you would like. Okay, go for it. The Avengers. Oh, it's Robert Downey Jr. No, he's actually number two. Is he? Okay, so I can Yeah, and his, his highest grossing is Avengers Endgame. So it's someone who is not in Endgame. Well, that's not going to help me. I haven't seen any. Yeah, there you go. Movies. I think I saw The Avengers. I saw the first one. 
which was the, uh, the not as good Avengers because the best Avengers was the one with uh, uh, Elizabeth Berkley. <laughs> okay. You know that one? I do. Yeah. So I'll tell you. Have you seen it? No. Oh, no. you're going to. Okay. So I'll tell you this. I'll give you this hint. His box office total is aided by the fact that for a long time he was in, in at least a brief role, pretty much every Avengers movie or every Marvel movie. It's not Stan Lee, is it? No, I, th- I, I don't think they include cameos in this. I have seen lists where Stan Lee is technically the highest grossing actor of all time just because he has a cameo in every Marvel movie, but we're not, I don't think this list includes cameos. It has to be a credited okay. role. Okay, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. There you go. That's incredible. Okay. That's, he deserves that. You know, he was like, I don't know if he was a Black Panther, but he was like some sort of Black nationalist and took a bunch of, uh, when he was in college, he might have been a Black, I don't, I don't think he was, he might have been a Black Panther, but uh, what's it called? He took a bunch of uh, um, like deans of his college hostage. Such a cool guy. Like, He's the I feel, cool I, I feel like he's almost underrated as an actor at this point. Just because it's like he's kind of been just showing up and being Samuel L. Jackson in movies for a little while now, but like genuinely an incredible talent. Like, oh, yeah. like was such a force in when he like just exploded onto the scene in like Spike Lee movies. Mm-hmm. Like, still mm-hmm. has given so many performances. Like, is aided by the fact that he just got to sleep sleepwalk through like all of the Star Wars prequels. So that definitely helps his box office total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wanted the purple lightsaber so people would know it's him. Yes, he demanded that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, want, I want a different color than everyone else so they will know it is me. You know what's a quick thing you can cut in right here? What's that? What's oh, called? shut the fuck up. No. Why? I know what you're going to say. I'm you not including the clip of him telling, telling the interviewer to say the N-word. I'm not putting that in. Why not? It's the best clip on the internet. It's the greatest clip of all time. What's a, what word? I don't know what word you mean. Say it. Just, just, just the most awkward white guy in the world. Just be like, I'm not, I'm not going to say it. Why not? Why won't you say it? I'm telling you, say it. Folks, look it up. Okay. So number three is the highest grossing woman on the list. We have talked about one of her movies on here, but it was definitely not one of her higher grossing ones. So, so I'm in a weird predicament where there's part of me that's like trying to genuinely think about this. And also there's a part of me that's trying to genuinely think about what is the funniest woman I could say right now. <laughs> it's and hard to think about. You're, you're not a walk and chew gum type of fella. I'm really, I'm really not. Literally, I'm just frozen. I just, my yeah. mind is completely blank. Okay, her, go ahead. Take your guess. Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> I wish that would be such a such a more blessed world if it was Jennifer Tilly. But uh, um, so her, her highest grossing movie is also Avengers Endgame. Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Jews control Hollywood. What can I say? <laughs> I think I think the highest one on the list, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. The highest Jew on the list. She is. Yes, I believe so. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is Jewish. I don't think Down- Downey doesn't sound particularly Jewish. Oh, that's one of yours. That's you. That's you. You guys that's- have beat us one time. 
So number number four is the oldest guy on on at least in this part of the list. Christopher Lee? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. He did all the fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not. It's know. not. A, it's not a ridiculous answer. But. No. Uh, Sean Connery. No, you got you got to think. So this is a guy. He's got one huge marquee franchise that he's made a lot of money off of, but is also just a dude who, you know, he's an older actor, worked through through the 70s, 80s, and 90s, had a lot of big hits in every decade. Actually has two franchises now that I think about it, but his highest grossing is The Force Awakens also. So before you said that, I was going to say Al Pacino. <laughs> no, not Al Pacino. Not Mr. Al Pacino with the Force Awakens. Duncan, <laughs> edit that in, Rob. Edit. <laughs> I might edit in Duncan Chino because that's a, that's such a blessed clip. Duncan G- insane because it was produced in one of the worst movies ever made, and it gave, <laughs> but it gave us Duncan Chino. So, yes. like, I mean, I mean, that's you can't be too mad about it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like it's like my failed marriage gave me my second kid, and it's like you know what? I guess worth it. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. once if I'm not gonna go down that road, this <laughs> maybe next time, folks, tune in, tell your friends, tell them to tune in to be talk about that. Anyway, um, that's the thing. I never saw the fucking Force Awakens. I have no idea. Mark Hamill? No, got got because he's someone who's he had a lot of like he had he had a genuine career as a movie star for a long time. Like Mark Hamill, pretty much just did Star Wars and then voice work. Voice acting, yeah, yeah. Well, she's legitimately good at voice acting. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, I mean, what's it called? Uh, fuck, God, Harrison Ford. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is he dead? No, he's still alive. He survived a fucking plane crash, man. He's unkillable. He's he's. I mean, listen, maybe physically, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he. I think he's living his best life. No, 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 no. I think he is. I think he is. I think when 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 people were like, people were like, man, can you believe he was just like a regular ass carpenter? And as someone that like worked and met with a lot of regular ass carpenters, I'm like, absolutely, I can. Yes. No. That's that's what they're. Yeah. That's what they all grow into when they're old. They're just all like, yeah. I'm gonna go sleep in the back now. All right. So last one, number five is uh, I will say probably the most annoying person on this list um, has also done. So his, I'll give you this, his highest grosser was also Avengers Endgame, but he was, he did voice work on that. I, I, was, I legitimately, listen, I know, I know a lot of people like the Avengers and everything and yeah, like it's whatever, like, you know, but like, I, I, I hate them for how much fucking money they made because they just mess up all of these fucking lists. You know what I mean? Yes. Like just, just, just they shouldn't count. Like you shouldn't. Yeah. Superhero movies shouldn't legitimately just shouldn't count. They're kind of their own thing. They're literally they're they're not even like fucking movies because like you're not going there to like watch something new. You're going there to. It's like, it's 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 the movie equivalent of fucking McDonald's. You know what I mean? Right? They're theme park rides. Scorsese was right. Martin Scorsese was 100% fucking right with that. And every person that fucking tried to come for fucking Martin Scorsese 
right? Who's made some of the best fucking movies ever goddamn made, right? Who basically like redefined the gangster genre. Every fucking person that tried to goddamn come for him for that fucking opinion can suck my fucking dick, all right? More like Marvel, you know what? Theme parks are fun. Theme parks are great. They're yeah. fine. It's not the same as fucking like, I don't know, fucking like skiing down a black diamond. Like it's just not the fucking same, right? This my is- favorite... My favorite, like, response to Scorsese's thing was from Pedro Almodovar, who is a, he's a Spanish director. He usually makes, like, not not all the time, but is sort of best known for, like, these kind of, like, kinky Spanish dramas. Um, And he just decided to be like, yeah, I'll stick my toe in this water. I'll come to Scorsese's defense. And his whole thing was, they're not, the superhero movies are not movies because the characters in them are not sexual. Which I is kind of funny and is like the most Almodovar thing you could say, but it's also kind of true. Like yeah. the people in them aren't really people. No. no yeah. I, yeah. No, I mean, down from the way that they interact and talk with each other to like their moral compass to like everything. Like there's just like, yeah, no, I mean like, I mean like there, there's no story being told. You're on tracks like a fucking roller coaster like that's the thing is that it's a perfectly fine roller coaster it's a perfectly fine ride you can have a ton of fun on a roller coaster but you can't pretend that anything special is happening there right it is a curtailed experience and that's what they are and he's right i mean that's one that that's yes an insane thing to say right but at the same time also like yeah like i like i think that almost puts it better than what scorsese said like Yeah. yeah like like these are like like, 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 except only in like, 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 when, like, like, I can't imagine like Black Widow fucking, right? Right. I can't imagine Scarlett Johansson fucking because I'm a pervert, right? But like, <laughs> but, but that's the thing. But when I think about it, it's, it's even if she's dressed like Black Widow, I'm, I'm like, that is Scarlett Johansson dresses Black Widow. It's not the actual character. Iron Man, same thing, right? Like, I can imagine them like having like, you know, like a PG 13 kiss with like fucking uh, 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 Pepper pots or whatever the fuck right but right. like you know right right where it's like not quite making out but not not making out right you know a passionate kiss right but like there's no passion there they're kissing because what well, we need a fucking romance to line to this because that's what these goddamn pigs pay us for you know what i mean like there's nothing it's 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 they're fine you want to yeah, watch the, the characters are in no way motivated by sexuality exactly like there, there's like sometimes like romantic plot points kind of surgically inserted in, but they feel you know surgically inserted. And I mean, you look at even look at it like even an older blockbuster like Star Wars. I mean, that is a movie about a dude who wants to kill his dad and fuck his sister. Yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah. there is some like Oedipal motivation there. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, uh, you know what they are? They're sinful. You know what sinful is? Yes. Yeah, I've seen Star Trek. Yeah. 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 Telling right. me, asking me if I know synthol. Wait, what is synthol in Star Trek? Oh, it's like alcohol that you can drink but not get drunk, which I don't even get the point, but, you know, it's a what? future utopia. But Hold on, that's not what I was talking about. Oh. I was talking about the stuff that you can inject into... Where is it? Oh, is that the stuff that you can, like, give yourself fake biceps with? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just look like total dog shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly, yeah, that's what I'm talking, God, you, you just gotta make everything a fucking nerd fest, don't you? Okay, so, back to number five, we can get this and then move on, so he's a, he's a guy who did, uh, 
voice work in Avengers Endgame. He also, he started off, you know, sort of his breakthrough was in a comedy franchise, has since moved into directing his own movies, at least here and there. Uh, made a movie that was a, one of the front runners for Best Picture a couple years ago. And also was in the highest grossing movie of 2014, which was a Clint Eastwood movie that was kind of a surprise hit. And has since become the highest grossing war movie ever made. And you're on your phone, so I'm talking to myself. You were saying how much you agreed with the character from Gran Torino, I believe? Yes, yeah, I think, I think you did nothing wrong. Oh, man. Uh, we need to watch that movie in a one-off, actually. Uh, so you're talking about Flags of Our Fathers. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, you said the war movie. That was a surprise hit. Yeah, that's not the one. Different Clint Eastwood war movie. Letters from Iwo Jima? Nope. What other fucking war movie did he make? Oh, dude, it's, it's a huge movie. You will, you're you're going to be kicking yourself that you can't think of this. 2014... Pearl, no, not Pearl Harbor. It's not World War II. It is a more recent war. It was, it was a movie that was sort of politicized. In the Valley of Ella? No. It's no. It was a hit, Matt. No one saw In the Valley of Ella except me and, I don't know, Ella. And, and my dad. Yeah, there you go. My dad loved In the Valley of Ella. Uh, what's it called? Same war, though. Let's see. You've you've made a lot of jokes about the main character in this movie. Tropic Thunder? <laughs> no, it's it's about Iraq. Well, he didn't make the Hurt Locker. No. But it's not so it's not the Hurt Locker. It's based on a real person. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They should have just made them. You're really glitching out here. Big people on top of the Superdome. You're really glitching out here. No! Damn it! No! Fuck! I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm Ashton Kutcher and you've been punked. Uh, what's it called? No, uh, yeah, we're talking about Bradley Cooper. We're, we're talking, talking about... Bra- I'm at Georgetown it's, Zone, number one. It's, I find it genuinely upsetting that he is the fifth highest grossing actor of all time. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, I don't like him. It sucks. I, I, he was a big deal at Georgetown because he's an, he's an alumnus. And he would come like every year and speak. And there's part of me that was like, didn't we have presidents that went here? <laughs> I think there's like a sultan that went here. We get fucking Bradley Cooper to come out. You kidding me? Bill's in this city right now, allegedly fucking kids. Can't get in trouble for that. I said allegedly. Isn't, English, <laughs> isn't the American legal system great? Yeah, no, you love exploiting it. I do. I, I love exploiting it and then challenging it. I'm going to, there is going to, I am going to set precedent. You, you just wait. Okay. So Bradley Cooper made a lot of money. That's pretty cool. You know what else is pretty cool? He's in a movie with Jennifer Lawrence, who is a smoke show of the week and my future wife. Jennifer, call me. She kind of disappeared from movies. Like she was everywhere for like three years. And like, what was the last thing she did? That like, so like weird, like 
Soviet agent movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole point, every movie where they have the Soviets in, they were just, like, like, every, it's so funny how, like, in, like, the year of our Lord 2020, they try to, like, portray Soviets. Like, I don't yeah. know why, I was, I was recently watching this show, um, The Queen's Gambit. Uh, with my dad which is a show about chess and yes there was a part of me that was like i can't believe my father and i two guys who were just like just exactly carbon copies of each other right but just like and and you know how i am right we're just we're watching a movie about a a a 17 year old chess prodigy but uh what's it called but here we were watching it and yeah like the way that they just the way that people portray soviets nowadays it's like it's like it's like it's like (laughs) there's this scene in the thing where, where where this boy's like I hear in America, this like this like like even like this like twelve year old Soviet chess prodigy is just like I hear in America, you have movies that you can drive up to, like like what 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 what, and he was like I would like to go to one, I would dig that right, and it's like what the f- what that's the what that's the thing. Just like yeah, tr- trying to recapture Cold War nostalgia in like this century is a real like loser's yeah. game. Yeah. Like the Americans did it well, and I think almost no one else. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like it's like it's like, buddy, I'm buddy. I've been considering joining the military so I have fucking health care. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like like. What you can like, Come on. You know what I mean? Like, shut the fuck. Like, it just doesn't work anymore. You can't, you can't give me this land of the free shit anymore. You know what I mean? None of us are buying it. No I mean, not even that. It just, it's just, it's just, it feels so cheesy and quaint at this yeah. point. Like, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been afraid of like Russia? Like, no. no. Who gives a shit? I mean, well, that's the thing. I guess a lot of people, well, they do. I mean, I, I, but like, I guess not people from our generation. All the people that were freaked out by like the Russia Gate shit were all like our parents' generation. Yeah, that's, like, that's real boomer mindset stuff. Exactly. Yeah, we're literally conditioned to fear Russia. You know what I mean? Versus like us, it's like, who cares? Like, I don't give a fucking shit. Yeah, and I think that's mean because like no one like no one with heat is like I need to make a Cold War movie now. Mm-hmm. Like, and no one who's with it, you know. Um, like if if. Someone with talent wanted to make a movie set in the Cold War. Like, yeah, I would see it. But, like, they're all making war on terror stuff now because that's where the action is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, and they, like, actually, like, I mean, like, what I think would be, like, an actually really good way to portray the Cold War is, like, if they did, like, a big Gladio movie. Like, if they did, like, basically... Your favorite buzzword. Here, there it is. No, but, like, seriously, but, like, but, like, if they did, like, a Munich, but, like, about Gladio. Like, I think, like, you know what I mean? Right, where instead of like, you know, because like, listen, like, say what you will about like Operation, or it's not cast led. What do they call it? They call it God's Wrath or whatever, or Wrath of God. You know what I mean, right? Black September and all that. Like, 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 however you feel about like the, you know, Israeli Arab conflict. Like, I think, I think Munich was like an incredible movie. You know what I mean? Because, because it was like morally and politically complex. Like, exactly. you know, like my under, like I never saw it, but my understanding of like Red Sparrow or whatever that. Jennifer Lawrence Cold War movie was it was just you know it was like Russiagate shit it was like you know we love we want to destroy freedom with our sexy babes exactly yeah. real like yeah. just Boris, Boris and Natasha with a 50 million dollar budget yeah yeah which is like which is like which is like hilarious because like because like who really like at their core believes that 
that that is like the truth of like the Cold War even, right? Or, or of anything yeah. to do with America. Like, I mean, like Trump said it best, honestly, when he was just like, when, when, right? When, what was that? Was that like the first, like uh, when, when he, the Republican uh, uh, president uh, or, uh, or what primary? The primary debates where he's like, you think we're so innocent? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why like the Americans worked because mm-hmm. you know there was a lot of like yeah I mean we were like developing biological weapons too yeah yeah yeah, yeah and it gave it gave the Soviets to, an opportunity to have their say it certainly wasn't on their side but it was you yeah. know fairly even handed for a show that gave Oliver North a writing credit yeah exactly yeah and 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 that's the, I mean like I mean like that's why like even like I like had to hand it to Red Heat because Red Heat's whole thing wasn't just like wasn't just like you know, like, like, just like, if Red Heat was more of its time, like, Arnold would be the bad guy, basically. You know what I mean, right? And hilariously, because of who Arnold Schwarzenegger was, he couldn't be the bad guy, right? So they had him play the Soviet who had to be a good guy. And interestingly enough, there weren't even, like, the Soviets, they're certainly not portrayed well, but they're not portrayed like, 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 uh, like, um, like lawful evil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they are like throughout all the other cold war shit yeah and like red sparrow like same thing like 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 where it's just like we're just like we just the fuck of the matter is i'm a principled communist and for that reason i just hate freedom i hate you and your freedom and i want you right. dead like like that like it's like no it's it's like dude was doing a job you know what i mean right like literally the only difference between him and a cia agent is where they were born basically you know what i mean yeah but yeah two sides same coin and that i think is so much more interesting and that's the thing is that I, I don't know. I mean, I think that that resonates a lot more and that's why like, I would love, I would love, well, because first off, there's a part of me, I think that like, and I realize there's like a certain naivete to that. That's like, if people just like knew about like things like Gladio, like maybe that would change something. But the fact is, no, it won't. We'll just, I mean, you know what I mean? Like we just, you just put it in your head. You're like, oh yeah, I figured we would do some shit like that. You know what I mean? But it would be a legitimately incredibly interesting study of like, of like, was this worth it? Like, you know, which is kind of what Munich ends up being about. Right. It's like, was this worth it? Was it worth it for us to do this? Like, you know, I don't know. It's um, certainly, you know, I don't know. What's the next one? Sorry, you want to do one more? Do one more. Okay, so I'm going to keep going with the actors list. So we'll say of the, so next to each actor, again, is their like highest grossing movie. So what actor, I'm going to say in the top 15, I think it honestly might apply to like the top 50, but I'm not going to read all the way down. Of the top 15, which actor has the lowest grossing, highest grossing movie? So whose biggest hit? was actually smaller than everyone else's. This person is, is a legitimate movie star. With at least- I'm trying to think. So, 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 so it's a legitimate movie star whose biggest hit mm-hmm. was one of the lowest grossing movies. Uh, of, of the movies on this list, of all, the, of all the actors on their list, he had the smallest, biggest hit of his career. On what so- list? Just of the highest grossing actors. So again, like Samuel L. Jackson's biggest movie is of The Avengers, which made $600 million in the U.S. This person's right. highest, highest grossing movie made, let me see, uh, $234 million. That was as high as he ever got with a single movie. Hmm. 
So he's not in any Avengers. He's not in any Star Wars. He does have like a marquee franchise, but it's not one that really cracks more than like $200 million regularly. It is like a kind of a throwback action franchise. But he is a legitimate name. You will, you know, he's... Tom Cruise. There you go. Yeah. Which is, I think, really... Yeah. Indicative kind of of the state of like movie stardom. Because like Tom Cruise is probably like probably still maybe the biggest movie star in the world. If you go by like the, yeah. the standard of like what a movie star is, is someone, if you just put their name on the poster, people will show up. Like yeah. they have a dedicated audience. Like yeah. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, like clearly has grossed a ton of money, but like, I don't know how many people are showing up for Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Put yourself I, in the mindset of a person who like they're flipping through the channels and they see Bradley Cooper, they go, Oh, and they stop. Yeah. Just from seeing Bradley Cooper, you see just Tom Cruise. I mean, I mean, I'd, I'd stop. Yeah. You would, like, 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 like Tom. Yes, there are people who are who like Tom Cruise and will follow Tom Cruise from place to place, right? Wherever yeah. he is. Uh, I I think that might be a little undercut by the fact that, like, other than Mission Impossible, he's kind of had a few misses recently, like the the Mummy remake and whatever. Yeah, but, but like, he's but, he's. Pro- I I don't think misses matter. I don't think no. I, I, I think there's a big difference between like a miss and a flop, right? Yes. Like when you just miss, just no one watches it and then no one like, – I mean, I, I, I didn't the mummy know. was a flop. Well, that was like supposed to start a like whole like – Yeah. Like a connected cinematic universe and yeah, did not. Yeah. Because this is the – I'm sorry, Brendan Fraser is like – I mean, Brendan Fraser is built like a like – a like – like I don't know, like a 30s like like guy. Matinee dude. star. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's like like he's that's who he is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of a bad fit for Cruz. Yeah. But but I I see why he made that movie because it you, you kind of don't know where like a legitimate movie star goes now. Yeah. Like they don't really make movie star movies anymore. Like superhero movies are like we we take an actor with some night name recognition recognition and plug them in, but they are very much a cog in the machine. Like the machine is the point. Like. Chris Evans, I love Chris Evans. He's a great actor, but he, yeah. you know, he wouldn't be like a name independent of Captain America. He's Captain America. Yeah, like, yeah. He I'm should really be a name. Smart. He should he should get like legitimate starring roles, like, yeah. you know, like what you would give to a movie star back in the day. Like Tom Cruise made a bunch, like, you know, like, like yeah. he he might be Chris Evans might be the best actor of the Avengers. Like I honestly, I think that might be true. You know what I mean? I, 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 I will say, I think the one person who would give Cruz competition for the title of, like, biggest movie star would be Robert Downey Jr., but Robert Downey Jr. kind of doesn't make movies other than the Avengers anymore. Like, yeah. he, clearly he's done with that, but, like, the thing he decided to spend his blank check on was, like, a Dr. Doolittle remake. Yeah. Like, he, he kind yeah. of doesn't really do stuff other yeah. than, like, the big temple stuff. Like, yeah. he absolutely is a draw. Like, he's still... I think made a ton of money off of Dr. Doolittle, but like he kind of doesn't really do things outside of like the, the, like the wheel that exists now. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I think the best movie that he's made in the last 20 years, I'm going to say was Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is one of the, is, is, is a legitimately great movie. And I'll, I don't know. I mean, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang um, is great. Uh, I mean, uh, Zodiac is great. Like, and that's the, but Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang is fantastic. Yeah, and, and Zodiac is the kind of thing that's like a legitimate drama made by a, like a director of note, 
that like would be like back in the 90s like chris evans would be making that kind of movie like yeah. you look at like tom cruise's 90s like the directors he works with are like spielberg um uh pollock um you know uh paul thomas anderson like he almost like chooses movies based on directors stanley kubrick you know, yeah the presence of tom cruise made this weird like art house movie about like him and Nicole Kidman's sex life into like one of the biggest movies of the year. Tom, Tom Cruise is literally a man who sacrificed his marriage to make one of like, to make, I mean, basically a movie about how pizza gates real. I mean, like it's that good for Nicole Kidman, like getting out of that marriage. Like sacrifice their marriage to make a movie. about Their, how their marriage, their marriage was, their marriage is, is, is something that should never have been born. Like, have, have you seen the, like, the, the photos of Nicole Kidman walking out of her lawyer's office after signing, like, the final divorce papers? No. They're hilarious. They're literally her just, like, throwing up her arms and being like, yes, it's over. Just the most ecstatic someone has ever been after ending a marriage. You should legitimately Google them. They are hilarious. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, no. Google those pictures and be like that. I am doing the, doing the secrets to achieve that. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's what we all hope for. Yeah, uh, for our divorce, because uh, I I kind of now think just everyone's going to get divorced now. But that's just me. <laughs> I let the dog. If it happens to Matt, it is the, it is a universal human experience. It must happen to all. Yeah. No, we talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. The Grand Malkovich Matt uh, theory. Yes. You're all just me. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Yeah. No. No. I mean. I mean. I mean. This thing. I. I. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I guess Rob Downey Jr. Yeah, I mean, but I just, I just don't think he's going to be talked about in the same way that Cruz is. You know what I mean, right? Like, Cruz is like, I don't know. Like, Cruz is just like, Cruz is almost like a Kirk Douglas type. You know what I mean, right? Like, I mean, I, I, I honestly think he's like kind of the closest thing we have to like something like that, you know, or like a, I don't know, like, like a Marlon Brando or something like that. Like, I mean, he's, he's, not of, a, he's not a Brando because, I mean, Tom, Tom Cruise can actually act, but he is primarily like a movie star, which is slightly yeah, different than being an Douglas. actor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He, so much of like, like pretty much every movie Tom Cruise is in, he's playing some variation on Tom Cruise. Like he, yeah. has, a, he has a persona. He does not disappear into roles. And what oh, makes him oh, great... It, yeah. What makes him great is like how he like plays off of that persona and uses it and finds different facets of it and undercuts it. Like part of what's great about like latter day, like current period Tom Cruise is about like kind of the, like the subtext of every Tom Cruise movie now is this guy is fucking nuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is a man who is like my father's age doing his own stunts. Yeah. Just like- just like, I mean, honestly, Tom Cruise is a short king, and we stand him. Yeah. We absolutely do. This is, I don't understand, I don't understand what I hate. Look, yeah, he has weird beliefs, but also, like, you, you ever read about, like, his, his, him growing up? No, I actually haven't. He was, like, he was, like, born into, like, an incredibly, like, abusive, alcoholic, like, Roman Catholic family that just okay. completely, dis- so that's the thing, he's just a completely disillusioned Roman Catholic who was, like, you know, who was, like, grasping for something to believe in, right? And just had, like, yeah, like, his dad is, like, a miserable alcoholic and everything like that. And just, like, like he doesn't come from a very happy child. Yeah. You know and what I mean? he's definitely not trying to purge himself of the fetons that make him gay. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, definitely not that's, that. I actually yeah. don't think he's gay. I actually don't think he's gay. I, uh, um... I think is gay. I don't think he's gay. Allegedly. I, I just have, like... 
there's enough like sort of like whispered stuff from like people who know stuff that like it seems like it's definitely possible but but i don't know i've never met the man it just it's something that's out there as like people who know seem to think yeah and, yeah 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 but then again i mean like a lot of people think that i'm like really humble and the truth is i'm not so you know Okay. Well, anyway, I thought, I thought, you know, we've clearly just been fucking around because I did not have enough free time to do my homework, but I, I thought this would generally genuinely be like something that was, you know, well, well kind of just a stupid game also was kind of revealing about like, you know, just sort of the industry of movie making generally. Like, and I think that we've had some interesting discussions using this as a jumping off point. So that's kind of why I wanted to do it. Yeah. But, I, I, I think the main thing that we can kind of take away from this is that like, is that like, I mean, like, is, is, is that, and I think we've kind of talked about this on the show, is that, like, there isn't just, like, the movie industry. There's, like, the movie industry, and then there's movies. You know what I mean? Right? Like, there, I mean, I mean, I mean like, there is, like, certainly, like, a movie industry. And it is, like, industrial in how it is produced, right? I mean, I mean, like, right. we talked about, like, you know, I mean, and like. financialized at this yes, point. Exactly. Yes. Yes. There is so much capital invested into these movies and also like politics and i don't mean like politics as in like you know we're gonna have like i don't know fucking oh man just think of one avenger matt um the hulk say black lives matter like no like i don't mean that i mean like in terms of like 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 military industrial complex level politics in a lot of like you know mainstream movies and stuff like that what i mean right like stuff like that um, I mean, that that goes way back, though. Like, you know, like the Navy setting up recruiting booths outside of Top Gun screenings. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, is that, like, I mean, everything's just been so synthesized now that, like, you can have a movie, right? Like, well, you know, like, you know, like the Iron Men movies, the <laughs> Iron Men. <laughs> the Iron <laughs> Mans. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. Yeah. But... But, 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 you know, I mean, like, a big part of them was basically kind of, in a way, critiquing the military-industrial complex, but in a way that the military was still the good guy in that, right. you know what I mean? Right? And, and so was the industrial part, because that's who Tony Stark was. Like, right. he's, know, gonna, he's, he's gonna be a woke weapons developer. Exactly, yeah. The military-industrial complex is bad, but the military and the industrial part, very good. Yeah. Uh, it's when it gets too complex that it's a problem. Right. Exactly, yes. Just sell the weapons, but don't be a dick about it. It's like, what, what the fuck does that even mean? But you know what I mean, though? Like, 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 there is, like, you know, and we talked about how, like, you know, we've talked about how, like, basically the way movies used to be made was like a fucking conveyor belt, right? And we've basically come around back to that, but that there is still this market out there. And, and, and honestly, like, death to Quibi. Like, I'm glad it's dead. <laughs> right? Like, 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 in a way, just because, like, just because, like, 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 they, it, anything that makes these assholes lose some fucking money in their lives gain perspective off of it. But the fact that, like, the, but, but the fact that, like, like, I think one of the worst things that could have happened in a very dark road, right, was if Quibi had been successful. Because the way, I mean, one of the biggest, like a hundred years ago, so one of the biggest, um, a little more than a hundred years ago, actually, um, um, one of the biggest um, kind of like big battles in uh, the movies when they first started coming out, right, were between 
uh, uh, mostly uh, Jewish uh, Nickelodeon odor, uh, owners, right? You know, um, you know, uh, uh, and the men that would go on to found, you know, uh, your, your Warner Brothers, your Paramount, you know, uh, all those, right? And uh, funny enough, Thomas Edison. Uh, yes. You know about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And one of the biggest, uh, dis- uh, and, and kind of, kind of uh, for the listener, uh, one of the biggest kind of disagreements uh, or, or, or differences in perspective between these two was that, like, you know, for lack of a better word, you know, the Jews uh, 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 kind of believed in, in, in a feature-length film, right? They wanted these longer movies. And Edison's whole thing was, no one's going to fucking sit for a goddamn movie. Make them 30 minutes tops. You know what I mean? He was making much shorter movies. And Edison got fucking rolled over by, you know, because, you know, there isn't an Edison, uh, you know, Edison isn't one of the major film companies now, you know what I mean? But all of those ones that I just named still are MGM, you know, you know, uh, Universal Paramount. I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, and that's the thing. Now they're all getting swallowed up by like Disney and hilariously Warner Brothers. You know what I mean? Um, Hilariously Warner Brothers is the one that survived. But, um, you know, I guess kind of makes sense, but I don't know. Still, the, I mean, I, I think the Dark Horse. <laughs> but it was Warner Brothers. Certainly Brother. in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but you know, I mean, like, I mean, imagine the world if would be successful. Imagine, imagine what, imagine what the movies become, right? If you can make, if, if it's financially viable that seven minute TV shows are the new way, what is that going to do to the movies, Rob? You know what I mean? And like, you know, because imagine how many more screenings you can have, Rob. Imagine how many more times they can watch it, Rob. If these movies, right. oh, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes, that's just what movies are now, right? Yeah, but that's, that's not the direction movies are moving in. They're going to, like, the, like, every Marvel movie is, like, unnecessarily, like, three hours long. Yeah, Because yeah. it's like, you know, you're paying 20 bucks a ticket. We need to give you something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, which... But, and that's the thing, and that's like one of the I think few promising things about movies is that at least they're like, well, we got to give them something, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Versus even if the something is slop, like at least they're giving you something, right? But like, I don't know, man. It's I I I mean, it's art. You know what I mean? There's an art perspective to this, and so long as something is art, there are going to be people who are bitter enough to try to make it mean something. So you know what I mean, like. I'm not too worried about movies in general. You know what I mean? But yeah. Like, it's I, I don't think we're going to see like an alien for a long time, you know? Yeah. I mean, the thing that has really kind of disappeared is like the mid budget, like movie marketed to adults. Yeah. Like, and I, I think that there, that, that we are overdue for a market correction there because those movies can make money. Like again, like for a long time, like, a lot of the highest grossing movies going back just, you know, a few years, like look at something like the sixth sense, which was a massive hit, like Mm -hmm. made, I think upwards of $200 million is, you know, it was like a PG 13, but it's definitely like, you know, a like fairly serious minded, like, you know, movie that an adult could enjoy. And like you go go back to the nineties, like half of the highest grossing movies were like, you know, like adult thrillers, you know, I I think that at some point we are overdue for that to come back. The the issue is that they are 
you know, there, there is a swing and miss element to them. Like you put yes. Spider-Man in a movie, you're kind of guaranteed to make at least half a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Like you make, you know, a star driven adult thriller, like half the time you'll get a hit, half the time it'll underperform. So there's a little bit more, you know, a, of a roll of a dice to it. But, you know, it the does M. hurt Shyamalan me that, effect. sorry? The M. Night Shyamalan effect. <laughs> uh, you know, no, like, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he had some real hits and he had some real misses. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I do think that there are, you know, I, I know there's a lot of fear that like COVID will kill the movie industry, which is entirely possible. But I do know that it, I am not the only one who is desperate to get back into a movie theater and just watch it. Oh my God. Like that is, that is a widespread sentiment and that gives me genuine hope. Yeah, yeah. I as think, long as there is a market, even if it needs to rebuild, the, the dollars will flow if there are consumers there. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's like, you know, like, I mean, like we've talked before about how like, we kind of get nostalgic about like places like blockbusters and stuff like that. That's a totally different thing. That is nostalgia based off of like a feeling we had because when your parents are like, all right, come on, get in the car. We're going to blockbuster. And it's like, oh, cool. you know what I mean? And that's pure nostalgia, right? You know, for the same reason that like, you know, like, like I show my kids like nineties TV shows because I get to watch them and I get that little nostalgia hit, you know, that little dopamine, right? Of like, Oh, remember when I had no, remember when I was a kid and I didn't have to worry about anything. You know what I mean? Right. Just about like, right. Biggest concern was like, damn, what am I gonna play? You know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, that was a good time. But like, there is something about the movie-going experience that I have. Like, yes, as a kid, but also like as a teenager and as a young adult, and as you know, a a a a not as young adult. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I mean, like one of the things that you and I did before COVID, what's it called? Right? Like, we we went out, we went out one night and we watched Uncut Gems together. You know what I mean? And it was like, I mean, like that was a Phenomenal experience, not just for the movie, but also just hanging out with your dudes. You know what yeah. I mean? We're talking about the movie afterwards, like having it be a communal experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think that I, I am 99% sure that is the last movie I saw in a theater. And, yeah. you know, if, if, if it does go down, that, that, that is just a, a part of culture that is over. What a way to go out. Yeah. Like, yeah. couldn't have asked for a better way to go out. So, you want to know what the last movie I saw in a theater was? What's that? It was uh, the Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, so less satisfying. Yes. yes. Yeah. But anyway, this has been a nice discussion. You should go be a parent. But anyway, next week we should be back with uh, Hubie Halloween and Playtime. Thanks for following this on following us on this little diversion. If you chose to do so. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And Alex, if he didn't get too mad at how much we shit on um, Marvel movies, which like I think like honestly, I think like our whole thing about them is like, it's like I don't, like, I don't, I don't think people are dumb for liking Marvel movies. No, I, I, I actually do like a lot of them. I actually do enjoy them. I just my problem with them is I just I don't want movies to be just that. Yes, yeah, exactly. there to be room for other things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you. Like, look, like, I love theme parks, right? I also love skiing, right? And if they yeah. made every single fucking, like, ski hill, right? Like, a goddamn theme park, I would be mad. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't think they're going to do that. But, like, there's a thing that kind of feels like, oh, this might just be how movies are. And, you know, if you want, you know, you're going to have to subscribe to this incredibly, like, obscure streaming service one day to get anything that isn't just like, you know, 
uh, I don't know, some sort of gritty fucking like, uh, 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 like bullshit. I don't know. But um, fucking goddamn Thor Ragnarok. That's all I got to say about Marvel movies. Thor Ragnarok. Come on. Amazing. One of the best. So like, yeah, I like Marvel movies. I'm just, you know, Joss Wheaton belongs in jail. Right. Well, on that note, we will... I'm coming for you. All right. I got to cut him off before he gets too deep into libel and threats. All right. Join us next week, guys, for hopefully a return to regularly scheduled programming. Something's brewing at D&D. Wow! Al Pacino! It's not Al anymore. It's Dunk. Dunkachino? Don't mind if I do. What's my name? Dunkachino. It's a whole new game. Dunkachino. You want creamy goodness? I'm your friend. Say hello to my chocolate blend. Attica, who lucky light. This whole trial is out of sight. They pull me back in with hazelnut too. Caramel swirl. I know it was you. Everyone wants my Dunkachino. Can't get enough of my Dunkachino. Kids from 7 to 17 lining up for my Dunkachino. What's my name? Dunkachino. Dunkachino. Never too early for it. Dunkachino.